Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the ORX Operational Risk Podcast. My name is Steve Bishop, and I'm the Research and Information Director at ORX. And today I'm joined by my colleagues, Helen Labate, she's the Head of Services. Hi, Steve. Uh, and Amelia Odin, who's the Research Manager. Hi, Steve. Great. Now we've uh, got everyone here. In this episode, we're going to be discussing some of the key findings and outcomes from our recently published Operational Risk Horizon 2023 report. For around about the last five years, our annual Operational Risk Horizon study has been canvassing industry opinion on the most significant emerging operational and non-financial risks. This year, the report examines the main emerging risks as we've done in the past, but we're actually also going to be deep diving into the external macro environment factors influencing these emerging risks, as well as delving down into some of the detail around these top emerging risk areas. Uh, in terms of this year's work, over 40 of our members uh, took part, including both leading banks and insurers from across the globe. Uh, and they shared with us their perspectives on the emerging risk landscape, uh, looking at the sort of next 12 to 36 months. So to start off, perhaps one or, or both of you could talk us through some of the things people can learn from the headline findings in this year's report. Sure. Thanks, Steve. I'll, I'll start us off. So the first thing they might learn or, or notice from reading the report is that what firms are worried about over the next 12 to 36 months, as you said, aligns with what's currently worrying them also. So some of the key themes we've been hearing about in our recent top risk reviews, which are the studies that we, we do that look at material risks, they continue to stand out in our emerging risk review. And they include things like resource and skills retention or recruitment challenges, rapid change, in particular uh, in the digital space, the importance and value of data and, and a range of data challenges, really, including data quality, but also data ethics. And then, of course, that, that leads us nicely into cybersecurity, which really is, is what keeps and, and will likely continue to keep risk managers awake at night. So from an emerging risk point of view, in particular, cyber warfare and that crossover into the geopolitical space is one thing that we're hearing is driving a lot of uncertainty and, and increased exposure in this area. Yeah, and another thing to add is that institutions expect that the turbulent macro environment they currently find themselves operating in will continue to drive not only a lot of uncertainty, but also certain risk exposures in the future. And by that, I mean, there's an expectation that macroeconomic uncertainty will bring increased fraud and conduct exposure. And the geopolitical landscape is driving new cyber, third party and wider operational resilience challenges. Thanks very much, both. And I think particularly in sort of relation to the macroeconomic and geopolitical aspects, there's no, no end in sight in terms of the challenge and turbulence there. So I'd uh, envisage that will be a pattern that we continue to see. Okay, so th thank you, uh, Amelia and Helen, for that. It's very helpful. In the survey, we asked organisations to select and rank their five categories of concern from a list of uh, emerging risk categories. For our listeners, those categories are, are essentially a coherent groupings that we use to collate the emerging factors members believe may impact their profile in the future. So they provide a sort of, a, I guess, a sensible structure to report back to the readers. Perhaps Helen and Amelia, could you talk us through what the top five categories or groupings of these emerging threats are, please? Yep, sure. I'll kick us off. And as Amelia just noted, advancing cybercrime remains the highest ranked emerging risk category, so no surprise there. Cyber warfare and geopolitical threats were particularly prominent in this review. 
And in many ways, closely linked to the cyber category is business service disruption, which we find in second place. Other threats include natural disasters, physical safety threats, and energy and water security. And in third place is a technology and digital strategy. So key drivers here are rapid digital change and that shortage of key skills to support that change. Yeah, and moving, moving on to fourth place, we have climate risk. So while it, climate is now starting to appear as a driver in our material risk reviews, it's clear that there's still quite a lot of uncertainty around climate, making it a risk that still sits very much also in the emerging risk space. So respondents are definitely feeling the growing pressure from stakeholders, including, of course, regulators to, to act. But many feel that clear regulatory guidance and direction is still missing. So that's, that's creating some challenge there. Some are also concerned about the, the future, in particular, the reputational impact of failing to appropriately and adequately address, in particular, climate transition risk. And then finally, in fifth place is data risk. Again, this very much ties in with other categories, in particular technology and, and cybercrime. Some of the main concerns here are around data quality, security, and also, as I briefly mentioned earlier, the ethical use of data. As we will see from the press, artificial intelligence or AI is becoming more and more of a topic of conversation, both due to the possibilities it may unlock, but also, of course, the associated risks, some of which may still be fairly unknown or quite hard to quantify. But data is certainly one of the major areas we expect to see rapid ongoing adoption of AI to impact quite severely. Great. Thank you both. So as I mentioned in the introduction, and we've sort of touched on already, in the second part of of this year's Horizon report, um, we focused on the external macro environment. We've been hearing for some time that external factors have had a significant impact on on risk profiles. So we wanted to provide the the readers with with a better understanding of what the industry is seeing as the most significant factors. Amelia, would you mind giving us a sort of quick overview of what this section of the report covers? Yeah, as, as you said, Steve, we, we looked at the macro environment and we asked participants to select and rank the technological, geopolitical, environmental, macroeconomic, social and regulatory factors they believed could most significantly influence future risk profiles. And again, that's a 12 to 36 month time horizon. For each of those categories, we also ask them what management actions they're proactively taking to to address those emerging concerns. Thanks, Amelia. Um, So a really important question, uh, and you sort of touched on it at the end there, is what are some of the actions firms are are taking in response to these factors? And what should listeners to today's podcast be thinking about doing to respond if if they haven't already? Yeah, sure. Um, So let's perhaps look at a couple of those categories then, and I'll start us off with the technological one. Again, it's it's unsurprisingly cyber threats that you see at at the top there as the most significant concern. In terms of what firms are proactively doing to drive resilience in this area, well, firstly, they are monitoring any technological innovations or developments that may impact the, the cyber threat landscape. They're also looking at threat intelligence sharing with their peers, Um, And thirdly, they're they're focusing on skills development and staff retention in this area. And as for the environmental category, extreme weather and physical climate risk events was the top concern, with greenwashing in second place. The transversal nature of the risk, and by that we mean the fact it cuts across multiple risk areas, the lack of historical data and high levels of regulatory uncertainty mean that it's very difficult to formulate a long-term strategy to dealing with ESG risk. 
But some of the things we heard that firms are currently prioritising include building and enhancing climate risk data and reporting capabilities, and also on the physical climate risk side of things, building operational resilience by doing things like evaluating or re-evaluating potential geographic concentration risk and also prioritising climate risk stress testing. Thanks both. Um, It's an interesting point, I think, in relation to climate there. The sort of transversal nature of the risk is, I think, is really challenging. And I think we've heard in lots of discussions, particularly over the last 12 to 18 months, members discuss the sort of challenge of identifying how to integrate climate factors into their risk framework, considering factors like who should who should take ownership of climate, etc. And it seems to add, I think, a layer of complexity to the way that the risks need to be considered from an emerging perspective too. Okay, I think they're the sort of key points we were we were going to cover today. So that, that wraps us up. And thank you both for your insights. Hopefully the listeners will agree it was uh, really interesting. And thank you all for listening. Don't forget, ORX members get free access to the ORX Operational Risk Horizon Report through our website, The Usual Place. And actually, interestingly, this year, the report is accompanied by an an interactive visualization that allows members to really explore the data that we gathered. So they're able to go into the emerging risk factors and and, and really actually get a bit of an understanding through playing with that visualization, um, how those factors interconnect. You know, we've heard, I think, across this podcast, the interconnected nature of a number of those sort of top emerging threats and and that presents a really really nice view so i would encourage you to go and have a look at that the report and visualization are also available for any firm to purchase and you can find out more by visiting www.orx.org and we will also add a direct link to the page in the show notes okay well thanks again both for your contributions today thanks again to the listeners and please tune in again next time